Hi guys, welcome back to Conscious Butterflies. You're listening to episode 11 with your host, me of course, Emily Dugan. So happy that you're here today. If you're not already following this podcast, I would appreciate your support so much. If you're on Spotify, just go ahead and hit the little follow button and then right next to it if you want to turn on notifications so that way every time I do make a new episode and update, you're getting that alert right away. I don't know how much you really enjoy listening, but I would like to say I try to put out the most just um, content that is coming from just an intuitive place that I just hope can be full of resources and just relatability to you and you take what you can with it. Um, But yeah, I hope you do enjoy the podcast and I hope that's why you found yourself here today and you're looking for just self-empowerment, self-reliance, and just growth, and, you know, really just getting to understand yourself so you can really unleash that alpha side of you, really get to, you know, trust yourself, trust what's going on, trust the world around you, trust your circumstances, your feelings, your thoughts, and be able to be one with them as well. Um, And I think that's kind of um, a lot of what this episode isn't about. (laughs) It's about all of that, but, you know, maybe me not identifying with my thoughts and not identifying and being the way that I should treat myself when it comes to my thoughts and my feelings, right? So just jumping in, I guess, um, you know, I really, I, I started writing out some notes for this the other day because it was a tough day. It was a lot of self realization happening um going on and so when I made just some notes throughout you know I started it and was just like ask myself why do I feel so foreign to myself as if like the rest of the world can see me the rest of the world can understand and like have their own understanding of me and just make sense of me as a person except for myself And the self that people see me as, or maybe they interpret or understand me as, isn't the person that I think that I am in my head, which is like the highest version of myself, right? The highest version of yourself, like that person who is in our head, who we think of ourselves to be, who we know we have these great attributes. Is that really the person that people are identifying with and valuing and seeing and understanding on an external factor and and especially those people that are closest to us that we care the most about, right? Like the person we think of ourselves in our head is so rarely who we are just identified to the world and to other people around us. And it's like, I've almost become blind to that, but it's so funny because circling around back to this topic, when I was a teenager, I was obsessed with the the looking glass self theory. I remember learning about it in like, gosh, it had to be sixth, seventh, eighth grade. I don't really remember, maybe even ninth, but I became so drawn to it, learning everything I could because it was almost a little confusing to me at first, but it really has not been until now that I get it and I grasp it. And I am probably still have a lot of work to grasp that and work on it and you know, how do I use it and know that it exists to my advantage without tearing myself down? But let's get into what the self looking glass. I always went back and forth calling a few different things. Um, 
the creator, Charles Horton Coley. So I'm pretty sure he's titled as the looking glass self theory. Okay. But according to this group called the sociology group, the looking glass self can be explained as the reflection of what we think we appear in front of others or how we are viewed and conceived by others. Coley explains that the concept of self or one's identity comes not only from our direct contemplation of oneself or the personal qualities, but also from the examination of the way one is perceived by others in society. So, I mean, like in other words, our social interaction with one another in this world plays such a crucial and key role in the process of our self-identification. Like it becomes a measure of our own self-worth to a sense. And I think as people, we try to, um, you know, just constantly maintain that balance and that equal equal life. Why does it sound like I'm going in water when I say that? We're going to back up because I really, I hate when it, that happens to me with the word. As people, we try to constantly maintain the equilibrium between our internal conceptions about ourselves and the external perception of others, right? I want to read that again. I don't know why I just did that to myself. Here we go with this word again. As people, we try to constantly maintain an equilibrium between our internal conceptions about self and the external perception of others. To me, that says that it's just like we're constantly in a fight between ego and our truest self and that just brings me back to my opening statement that like I sometimes just feel really foreign to myself and it's again it's like so crazy how I was you guys have no idea how obsessed I was with learning about this theory and how this past week of my life it has been such an existential enlightenment about the looking glass self and about how I view myself through that and how I view the way others view me and how I put power into that versus I'm based on the certain kind of person, whether it's a stranger or somebody I know and how if I don't believe they're perceiving me the way that I perceive myself, it makes me question all my beliefs, right? Oh my goodness. And it's like, I focus on self-awareness, self-reliance, and just like staying in tune with myself so much. But that's the best part about life is that like, you know, I'm barely touching the surface of where I know I have my growth to be. But no matter how evolved we become as people in anything, in anything, no matter if it's like an activity or it's like something with your mind, like no matter how evolved in an expert per se, we become at something, there's always room to evolve and there's always things to learn. Like we live in a world of so many resources, like just limitless, endless resources, different perspectives. Like there's always something new to grasp when it comes to anything, you know? But, you know, going through all of this this week, I was just hit with something. And I had this like, oh shit, this familiar, I mean, this feeling isn't that unfamiliar after all. And it was this feeling that I just lack depth. I realized that to certain people and to everybody, when you first meet me or I'm just like around, 
I have this like first off the hand, like just crazy energy, outgoing, friendly, just intoxicating type of personality. And like I make people realize they feel good, like laugh, like, you know, live life to the fullest. Um, and within a few seconds, like I can make anybody be comfortable around me. I can have a conversation with literally anybody about anything. Like I can make sure that their guard is let down. My guard is let down. Like we're just two humans being, but the more I get to know somebody and the closer I become to somebody, it's like that intoxicating feeling tends to dull away. And by that, I mean, like I just lose touch with the source that makes me me it's as if like the longer time goes on with somebody I become fearful of the way that they perceive me and if I don't receive reactions or validation about the person that I think I am from this other person then I start to just question beliefs about who I am as an individual and I lose that sense of self because I put my walls up because I don't know self because the self I thought I was is not the validation I'm getting back to somebody who I'm looking for them to observe me in that way. I know that sounds crazy, but it like when you break it down, there's so much truth to it. And it's like, I've been defeated by looking, ow, 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 ow. Sorry, hit my knee. <laughs> I'm in a lot of pain. Shit, let me have a sip of wine. But... As I was saying, let me, um, sorry, I'm very sorry, got distracted, but let me break it down with like a quick example, I guess, but I'm going to make you the example, okay? All right, you ready? Okay, so to kind of grasp all the spiel I just went on, I want you to... Imagine how you appear to someone. Pick it. It could be a stranger. It could be somebody that you just met. could be, you know, a sister, a mom. It could be your significant other. It could be your best friend. And now imagine how you want to... Imagine how you believe you appear to that person, right? Imagine how you appear to that family member, appear to that stranger. And now I want you to sit... And imagine how you want to be evaluated by that person. What do you want them to, how do you want them to observe you as a human being? How do you come off to them? What, what kind of feelings do they have about who you are? And lastly, what if they didn't value you that way? Would that make you question your belief about yourself? Would that make you change habits about yourself? Would that make your personality dulled? And I know like just having those questions in front of you, like a quick answer in your head might be like, hell no, like I don't care what anyone thinks about me. Like I'm good. If that's not how they think, then they can get out of my life and yada, yada, yada. Like sure, be so quick to think that. But at the end of the day, like yeah, you do. We all care. If if it's somebody you love, if it's somebody that's close to you, or if it's just a stranger, like the person that you want to be matters. And the person that you become is a reflection of how other people interact and believe you to be. Because if they don't believe you 
for the you that you believe you are, then you're going to change your thoughts about yourself. Like that's just how this world work looks like. Look at social media. Look how everybody becomes just like this copy of somebody or people think that they're because they don't fit into a certain status quo or a certain look that they're ugly or that they, you know, there's just always such this chase of like status quo and fitting in. And like, we're ridiculous if we're going to sit here and not admit to ourselves that it truly is a matter of how we are validated through other people's lenses that creates, you know, something about us. We all have insecurities. Like, we have to admit it. We all care about what we look like a lot of times. We care about the way that people think about us. And the way that we care about that forms us. It forms a part of our identity. And again, it's a mix of our ego and the way we let others perceive us and the way we want to come off to the world and a mix of like the self-conception of our self-values and our beliefs and you know who we know we are to a core. Like It's a constant fight off of that. But you, you do, like you do care. You do care about what people think. And it's all based off of, you know, again, just those opinions of what matters to you. Like it truly all does come back to you and what your thoughts are. But again, so much of it is so self-reliant on if those thoughts about you are matched by the rest of the world. But anyways, I was saying... So I um I would think that in most cases, you know, the more you get to know somebody, like for my example in life right now, the more comfortable you become, a stronger the bond forms, like the deeper connection might grow, right? But for me, sometimes it just seems so backwards. And I think I know why. Like sometimes I always say like, I've never had such like a best friend. Like I, I have plenty of best friends you know, and I, I, I have such a deep bond connection with them. But like, sometimes when it comes to like, my ability to extend on that, or like meet new friends and be able to go deeper with them, whether it's like, just with friends or in a relationship, like, it, takes so much for me to just let all my guards down because I constantly am sitting there and like putting more walls up and like becoming less of just an abundant version of who Emily is and coming to that realization today like it just stung to be honest because it hasn't really crossed my mind that that's what happens to me And I think sometimes I become so focused on trying to do things right that I just lose touch of doing what's right for me and being truthful to myself. And it's like I almost seek validation from others that I look up to so much that I don't know how to make up in my mind who I'm going to be when that presence is around me, you know, because God, when I'm by myself, I am every truest nature of me. Like uh, every, obviously, like every wall is down. And I love that because sometimes people can hate to be alone. People can, they can't stand to just be alone with their thoughts and their feelings. But me, it's like, I freaking thrive there. I thrive right here in this moment. I have silence. I don't have to seek validation in literally anything but myself. I am just one. And I... 
I think what's conflicting with me is that I know I am such a outgoing, lively, just like upbeat, fun personality, but I guess what has stung so much is just truly how much I seek validation from others and I haven't even realized it this whole time. Like it sucks. It's so sad to me that I there's this quote yesterday and it was just like the same thing is going to keep happening to you until you learn the lesson from it and it's not going to go away like that thing is not going to go away until you learn the lesson from it and you know I sure hope I'm over the hump on this one and I finally have like God and life has put circumstance after circumstance for me to find validation in myself but I continue to just seek for it in other places and other people and other things and it's just like damn (laughs) like wake up and all of a sudden one day I just woke up like this past week I just woke up about it and it's joy like I feel bliss about it I feel very fearful and very scared that I was so blind to how much that validation took away my personality of who I am because straight up it did and it does and I become a shelf of myself to somebody and like again with strangers it's 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 just funny because like obviously I don't need validation from a stranger they don't mean anything to me so that's why around a stranger I can be so vulnerable, so open, so goofy, so lighthearted because I don't need validation. And when I don't need validation, I am my highest self. I'm being my authentic, genuine self. But when I seek validation from people I look up to, people I respect, people I love, people I like, that is when I become like this just dull version of me. And it is so uncool. And I hate that version of me. I don't know how to act. I don't know what to say. I don't know how to like connect. I don't know how to like find my soul (laughs) I'm getting so emotional but like I'm getting so emotional because it just feels so relieving to have that breakthrough and to have that self-awareness for the first time that it's like all those times I felt so very disconnected from me and from this version and I hate the word version and that I use it so much but like all those times I felt just like so in my head and like I mean it could be like years back and just like being in a social group and just feeling like an odd one out or feeling like I don't know how to make conversation like it could be and just I just every interaction when I'm out and about when people are over like I don't think people from the outside maybe can like kind of tell that even if you kind of know me but it's like gosh the lack of presence that was there in my head because it was nothing but just this constant of like who am I? How do I act? It's just like it ate me alive to the point that I was a shell. I didn't know how to talk. I didn't know how to respond. And it's just like, as I've grown through that, I've, you know, maybe I don't get so worked up. Maybe I'm not mute anymore, but I'm just not 
I'm not alive. I'm not present. I'm not present in the in the sense that like the me that I love, the me that is like exciting and like this just full of ball of joy and life and love and let's just talk and like just enjoy life and get to know each other and connect and be on this soul search together. Like that part of me goes away. It does. It goes away. And I remember um, when I first started at this job that I'm at right now. So I work for a company called I View It. Super amazing team. I love them. But I've been with them since the start. It was a small startup company. I was literally the third employee, fourth employee, sorry, on the whole entire team. And I remember it was just like I was out of college for four years. I was just very comfortable in that environment. I mean, that was a whole thing too. But finally, it was just like, you know, working, serving, bartending, like so in my element. And then I moved to Columbus and I'm working on like this small team and they're just like all guys and it was kind of like a family friend, but still didn't really know him and had just met him and then started working with him a few months later. And I was in a new city by myself and I just will never forget how long it took me to just be and feel myself. Like I would put on this very weird mask masked Emily and I just couldn't let my guard down I always felt like I had to be some kind of way at work and I thought I had to be some kind of way and because I wanted them to look at me in a professional eyes and think that I knew what I was doing when in this like grand scheme of things I had no idea what the hell I was doing I was told to start doing marketing for this company who's working with like really big brands and then we had to grow the company and you know what I finally became myself at work. I became so myself because I became so confident in my skills because I literally helped take this, was a part of helping this company go from startup company to multi-million dollar profiting contracts and profiting years and it just keeps getting better and I was a part of, you know, making that brand come alive and that is so cool to me but through that in these last three years my skill set enhanced I got better at you know being in control and knowing I was in control literally saying like I'm like no you are the freaking marketing director of this company you are the face of the brand you are you know you say what it is and I do work with the biggest companies in this whole entire country and I do get to hang out with them and I host parties for them and I get to meet just the most top leaders and speakers and it's like all these little steps in between like the growth the growth in between got me out of this weird very weird version of myself where I felt like I had to hide behind an identity that would make sense in that environment. I had to, by pretending like I just knew what I was doing and I was professional and I could just jump right in and I got it, like it made me not myself because that wasn't who I was because I didn't know it all. I didn't know what I was doing. And, you know, I think I was almost too scared to ask questions because I wanted to appear like I was like so freaking good at my job. And you know what? Looking back, I was good at my job was the work that I did back then a lot shittier compared to now yeah it's embarrassing to go back these podcasts that I record even this episode is going to probably be very embarrassing to me to go back onto one day because I was amateur but I was being go back to whatever episode that was like be 
be bold about being bad at something. Like, because in, in, in that, ask questions and want the growth and realize that like in every day there is the growth. And I look back and I look back at just recent circumstances of my life and realize that maybe I was entering into, you know, a new environment. I was entering in just something new. It felt almost like foreign to me. It felt like I wanted and had to be some kind of way. And I didn't know how to be. Like, I don't... <sighs> Let me drink one. As I was saying, in recent situations in life, in many things in life, and even creating this podcast, you know? It's... um. It's, it's difficult to do things well and it's difficult to do things well because it's hard to really get to our self sense of authenticity. And that's why like this growth and doing the inner work is so important because without it, like we are just some walking version of our validation that we get from everybody else and that we want to seek. And that's not fair to ourselves. Like, I am in awe <laughs> that so many of my bad moments and in, in the in the bad me I don't like was, it wasn't for anything else other than I wanted validation and I wasn't receiving it. And because of that, it made me drop off who I was. You know, it sucks. And it's like, to be true to myself, I got to act, think, talk through those emotions, through those feelings, my doubts, my fears, desires, my hopes, my goals. And in times where I am seeking so much validation, I'm not responding to my doubts. I'm not acting upon the way I think. And I'm not talking through the way I feel because if I would do that, then you know, I'm not this version of what I think I need to be. But, you know, like being truthful to yourself means that you respond. And before today, I took responding to my emotions as seeing everything's going to work out in the end. Everything's all good. Like just trust life. Like I took feelings and emotions that, that were so honest to me and I took them as... As nothing, I took like whatever I would feel and just be like, well, life goes on, you know, like just learn from it and go on. But it's like I wasn't learning from it. Like, again, there's nothing wrong with just being like understanding the bigger picture, trusting life. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But my fault was that I didn't allow myself to feel the emotion long enough to understand myself on a deeper level. Like I ignored the way I wanted to respond not just internally, but externally, because I think I could internally respond, kind of, by just saying, like, trusting whatever's going on, trying to understand the lesson, but it's like, was I not speaking up? Did I, do I not talk through things? And I didn't. I mean, going back to, like, my situation with the job, 
externally, I should have spoken up and responded to those fears that were going on. And like the fact that I couldn't act like myself was because I didn't know what I was doing. And if I would have just spoken that truth, like, hey, look, I need, I need a mentor. Like I feel, I don't feel equipped to be taking on this much responsibility. I didn't. And I learned how to do it all myself in time, but it's like for so long, I just suffered because I wouldn't respond internally and externally, like both ways. But in retrospect, I think it's just because I don't want to unveil truth behind emotion and behind pain because once something is unveiled, there's no denying the reality of it being the truth, right? (laughs) Like, I've literally trained my mind to use emotions as a trigger to close up. Like, truly, I'm mistaking, and then I mistake closing up for trusting in life and myself and the next step. Like, it's really fucking scary to, like, know that. That that's what I've done for so long. I feel pain, so I close up. And then by closing up, that is... Me telling myself that I'm doing the right thing. This is the right path. Like, I trust life and what's going on. But it's like, what, what, like, what is going on in that? Like, I'm that scared to feel. I'm that scared to face reality. I'm that scared to actually seek a lesson through it. And that's just so sad for me to say and admit and know about myself. Like, I'm a walking something of Emily but on the outside I'm just numbing myself slowly and more slowly over time and it's like I lack again like going back to that as I numb myself I'm just losing every sense of authenticity and just become clueless to it like I I I just I just wanna again <laughs> like it's Mm. Mm, mm, mm. it's crazy it's so crazy to me how comfortable I am not with the world but how the world might think I'm very comfortable to it people might think but I'm not but very very uncomfortable with it so I sit here behind a microphone but it's like (laughs) I'm not that's what that's it's not that I'm not comfortable with life and people and whatnot it's just like for so long I've been scared of I don't know what like scared to just be this scared to be me scared to like (laughs) I don't know man this is tough like (laughs) I um you know I I always say and I'm sure you heard me say before like this is my therapy for me and this 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 episode this episode eleven is tough for me because like oh my goodness we got a long ways to go that's for sure I hope you guys are ready for the long ride because I got some damn work to do <laughs> I really do I have so much work to do <sighs> and you know like I like I said I've always considered myself just self aware and you know I can be self-reliant but I'm not and this realization is just 
made me understand that I need to just look in and deepen my soul within myself and you know as these emotions stir me up and they make me feel a pit in my stomach I gotta let them I gotta understand and ask why do I feel that way what do I like about that what did I not like about that what am I learning from that why is this emotion happening anyways and it's like emotions carry so much weight and direction for us and I think that like when we feel any kind of emotion it becomes an indicator that we're any kind of negative emotion it becomes an indicator that we're lacking somewhere that we want to grow and I mean to back that up just like when we feel jealous it's telling us what we desire when we feel sad it's telling us what we're missing when we feel angry it's telling us what we believe in why we're passionate about something why are we so angry about it it's because we believe in it you know like when we feel lost, it's telling us like we want to be guided. We want the next step. We want to level up. When we feel fear, it tells us that we're ready to step out of our comfort zone. And, you know, when I started recording this, like I said, and I said a million times, like I was sad and I still am sad speaking through this, but it's opened such a message that I didn't even know I needed to hear. And it's given me the opportunity to now seek deeper Give me the realization that I seek validation in people way too much and I need to become more self-reliant. Oh my goodness. Look, like we can all say we love ourselves, we're, you know, we're bettering ourselves, but I'm gonna ask you today, are you responding to yourself? Are you responding to yourself? Are you responding to yourself internally? Are you responding to the world externally? Are you? Or are you just letting yourself slip through the cracks? Are you feeling a latent, dull version of yourself in certain situations around certain people? You know, where are you thriving? Keep thriving there. Where do you feel any sense of negative feelings? When do you question your mind? When do you feel nervous? When do you feel anxious? Question your environment. Question You know, what's going through your head at that time? What are you fearful of? Are you afraid of being judged? Are you afraid of speaking up? Why? 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 Like the inner work goes so much deeper than I ever thought. And I think today, especially, I learned that. That, you know, not that I for a sense thought that like, oh, I have... I have this, you know, shit's understood. That's life. Yep, check. Like, I mean, not at all. That's why I sit here and talk out loud so I can get to understand myself. But, like, holy shit, I have found that my surface has not been scratched when it comes to loving myself. And I realized that I found a starting point. And that starting point is letting go of the need of validation and seeking validation you know, solely through myself until I can always just be this exuberant, intoxicating energy and ball of love that I know I am. Um, And right now, like, I really am obsessed with the inner work. It's the reason, you know, I started this whole thing. I may not like what I discover. I may not feel good about it. It may make me cry in the middle of recording like I just did, but I know that the version of me waiting on the other side 
is going to be so empowering. She's going to be stronger. She's going to be wiser. She's going to be so confident in everything she does. She's going to be a teacher, a leader, like an inspiration. She's I was just texting my dad and he's talking about these shows and I was like, dad, I don't watch TV much more. Like I write, I record, I, I like, I write, I record, I read. Like I want to, I told him like, I'm trying to write a book and I want to travel the country and, you know, share that book and share messages with people. And, you know, I don't know what I want to do, but I dream of a life of abundance and it comes to just, oh my gosh, opening and lighting ourselves to ourselves, and unleashing this just innate desire to, to want more, to want to give back more, to want to heal, to want to help, to want to just connect with people more. Like I just, I truly do and I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I hope you buy my book one day. I hope you see me in a video and you're like, hey, I know that girl. And I'm like speaking in front of like a classroom or an auditorium or, you know, that it's adults and it's had a big trade show for people or shit. Maybe one day I'll like host my own retreat with like people who are just about the same type of topics and just seeking entrepreneurship and seeking like higher level minds and seeking just like fucking waking up to this life and this beautiful time that we are given to just take on and expand our minds and expand to see the world and expand to connect with people like that is what it's always been about for me like I want to connect with people I want to learn from people I want to teach people (sighs) but there's a lot of work that has to go in to get there there's a lot of work that has to go in but there's something so freaking special about you. And there's so something freaking special about me. Like, it's so special and so incredible. I just can't shake the fact that we literally are all meant to move mountains. We're all meant to change lives. Like, I'm so confident of that. But we have to do the inner work. We have to understand the little things about ourselves and the big things about us and the things we care about and the things we don't even realize that we do or don't care about, you know? All right. I'm done going on tangents and confusing your brain because I feel like I've done that for a good 40 minutes now. Um, But I love you. Again, if you're not following this podcast already, please go ahead and follow. If you'd like to rate the show, I appreciate just any of that support. Um, Feel free to share this episode in your story on Instagram or something, like just getting the word out there. I appreciate, um, again, just all and any support on this journey of mine. I love you so much. I can't wait to talk to you next time. And Godspeed.